I've been meeting so many people through social media all around the country, all around the world. I'm talking with people from Australia to people all throughout the United States. And as I've been connecting with them, some of the cool people I've been meeting, I'm giving them a chance to kind of run Daily Christian Podcast for a day. And you guys have already heard from Patrick and Brian in episode 68. I've connected with Max. I found him on Instagram and he had a blog post that really caught my attention. He had just quit his full-time job to pursue a passion that was really ministry-focused. Max has started The Rise magazine. And I've got the first issue from December. It is fantastic. He's highlighting people who are really living out their faith and they're making a difference in this world. I got a few minutes to talk with Max. I'm super excited about with what he's doing with The Rise magazine. I'm excited to see where this is going to go. And I encourage you to follow along with them and to get involved and to hear the stories of those who are giving their life to the Lord and are living it out. What an encouragement it is for me. I think it's going to be just as encouraging for you to just see other people and how God is using them. In the description, I'm going to list his website and how you can find more about him, what he has going on. I encourage you to subscribe to The Rise Magazine. So you're in for a treat today as Max goes over John chapter 15. You're going to hear some of his thoughts and his ideas behind this great chapter. Hello, my name is Max Rath with The Rise Magazine, and this is your daily Christian podcast. So in 1995, Gary Chapman released a book that would revolutionize the way that relationships, that couples understand and communicate with each other. It was called The Five Love Languages, and it's still a massive hit. And the thing that was unique about The Five Love Languages is it positioned for the first time, maybe the first time, for couples that they could understand that the way that I receive and send love is possibly different than the way that my spouse or the other person the couple receives and sends love. And so it was a way of understanding how we are different in how we interact and how we share love with one another. Well, in John chapter 15, Jesus is talking to the disciples about relationships. And it's a very important relationship. He's talking about the relationship between the Father and Jesus. And he's talking about the relationships between Jesus and his disciples. And he says, I am the true vine and my Father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes so that it may be even more fruitful. I don't know what it means to be cut off, but I've done a little bit of gardening in my day. I know that when you cut a branch off, it typically doesn't end up very well for the branch that's getting cut off. And so it sounds like Jesus is offering a warning to the disciples saying that you need to remain in me, that you might still get pruned, but that that's going to be for your benefit. And you get the impression in the first few verses that we are the branches. And in case that's not clear enough, in verse 5, Jesus outright says, I am the vine and you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. And apart from me, you can do nothing. And so what's interesting is as we get to verse 9, if you've ever been curious about what is God's love language? I mean, obviously God is the embodiment of love. And so as humans, the way that he's created us, all of the ways that we experience and send love in at least its root 
root form are related to the way that we've been created. They come from our creator. But we get a really unique picture into God's love language in verse 9. It says, as the Father has loved me, so have I loved you, the disciples. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. And so what's interesting is when we think about what is God's love language, at the end of the day, what is the one thing that God desires more than anything else? It's not necessarily physical touch. It's not quality time, although God values quality time very high up there. But at the end of the day, what Jesus says in chapter 9 is that God's love language is obedience, that we would remain in him, and that when he gives us commandments, that we would follow through with them, that that is how we remain in his love. In verse 11, we get to understand why. He says, I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. And so Jesus is saying, look, the love language, what I desire is for you to follow through and be obedient with the commandments that you've been given. And the reason for that is because it's going to be for your benefit, that you are going to be happier. And so at the end of this, Jesus sort of wraps it up and he's talking to his disciples and he says, my command is this. And Jesus commands a lot of things. And in the Old Testament, there's a lot of commandments. And Jesus is is saying sort of, you know, at the end of the day, my command is this. And another part, he says that this, you know, this one thing overcomes, you know, the entire law. He says, my command is love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. And he says, you are my friends if you do what I command you. And then in verse 17, he repeats it and says, this is my command to love each other. And it sounds so simple, right? I mean, even we've seen all throughout periods in, in history where love has taken off and sometimes love gets hijacked. And so it seems like such a simple commandment to love one another. But if we look at it within the context of chapter 15, we can't forget that one of the critical pieces of following through with Jesus' commandment is to remain in him, that he is going to be our lifeblood for being able to produce fruit, that when we remain in him, we get a proper context of what it means to love each other, that when we don't remain in him, we don't stay in his word every day, when we aren't spending quality time with him, it's going to become harder, if not impossible, to follow through with his commandments, especially this commandment, because we're going to get a skewed picture of what it looks like to love each other. So if God's love language is obedience, and if God's commandment is to love each other, how important is it that we continue to stay in God's word so that when we're not in God's word, when we're at our jobs, when we're with our family, that we've been filled up and that we have a proper context of what it means to then go and show love to each other. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed this. My name is Max with The Rise Magazine. This is your daily Christian podcast.